Builds with Blocks. Welcome to Builds with Blocks, a show centered around the micro action figures and brick-based construction sets of the Halo universe. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, and I'm joined by Tom Fishenden. Hello there. Matt Salvatore. How we doing? Gabe Clem. Hey, guys. And once again, Kevin MCX from Mega. Hey, everyone. <laughs> the votes have been cast, and a winner has been chosen for the first ever Mega Constructs Halo Heroes fan vote. As uh, you're most likely aware, Spartan Haunted beat out the likes of The Flood, Thrall Slayer, and the CQB. As a result, Spartan Haunted will be included in the upcoming Halo Heroes Series 16, which will be available in the fall of 2022. Kevin, what do you think? Were people excited about this? How did it go? Uh, well, I guess I should flip the question over to you guys. How did uh, how did you like it? I mean, uh, oh boy! I could, you know, on the mega side, um, I think that uh, it was a, it was a huge success. We didn't think we'd have that many votes. We weren't expecting, really? you know, we weren't expecting. Um, we knew the community would show up, but we weren't expecting you know such engagement so That's it was a, a really really nice surprise That's but i'm curious nice. to know what you guys thought about it was it uh yeah there was, was like what almost thirty thousand votes or something like that yeah. from yeah. what i saw which yeah. is fantastic um yeah. so from my perspective i loved seeing the engagement i loved popping in into the vote i was on vacation during the vote <laughs> so i had to, to like you know kind of scramble a little bit with the bad internet that i had at the time but it's really fun keeping an eye on how things went um, I was expecting a little more jostling, though. Like, yeah. like yeah. the first day, it was things were kind of set, and there was a. I think maybe the spread happened a little bit further, but it seemed yeah. like the um, flood fans and the thrall thrall slayer fans just couldn't couldn't agree on which one they yeah. wanted, and yeah. so the haunted uh, haunted took it. And, and by the way, I called it. Yeah. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Well. It certainly wasn't what I was predicting. Um, I I was set on assuming that Flood was going to win yeah. just because... I think we all did. I, I'm sure Tom can relate to this. Like, I know what the old Mega Constructs community yeah. would have gone for. <laughs> like, old Mega Constructs community, Flood would have, would have run over every other figure in competition. But I forget that... I mean, that was years ago. And there's so many new fans, and I I think I think Haunted is more of a it, it's like a like a like a flashy like a ooh it's a Haunted it's a Spartan with a skull in it. Flood is like okay like it's you know it's Flood, but to someone like me or Tom or like older collectors, we're like oh wow we haven't gotten new Flood in years that would be mm -hmm. amazing. Um, and with all of that said, if there was any Spartan that was going to be made that we haven't gotten before haunted is awesome like i'm yeah. i'm seriously i'm still happy that haunted's coming i just was shocked that flood lost so badly like <laughs> well there I was voting for flood they but. weren't they weren't last but i mean there there was third right did thrall slayer mm -hmm. end up beating flood yeah you're right yeah so i had yeah. i had voted for flood the first like three days and then when i saw that thrall slayer was ju was just it wasn't going to come up i was i moved my votes over to thrall slayer to try and boost it and flood just kept uh, kept falling behind and haunted kept gaining yeah. and i was mm. like okay this kind of seems set so i mean i kept pushing for thrall slayer but 
Um, you For know, the record, I shifted my votes too, just to see what would happen. Your pity <laughs> votes it over to Thrall Slayer because you know I'd, I'd be happy with that one as well. But yeah, yeah it just it just kept falling behind it, a little bit. It stayed bit up further, there, further and behind, I was so. like. I was like, okay. So, I mean, for all of the Haunted fans, I hope you all are happy. Uh, <laughs> but I, I am excited to see uh, to see the new Spartan when it's finished. Uh, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Well, and Kevin's here to talk about that a bit. Um, we will, you know, we'll go through our general, what we've been up to. Um, but then Kevin's, Kevin's here to take us through kind of the history of the, the micro action figure, which is going to be a fun conversation. We alluded to that in our previous conversation. Um, was that back in last November? Oof long time ago um and then we'll talk about what the process is to create the new uh the new figure which will be a, a really fun and interesting conversation for people as well um tom uh, anything else to add on reaction quick i just think it was really cool seeing um like you were saying kevin how much the community was embracing it because i can remember logging into the forums one day and it was literally like I'd logged into a political campaigning page with so many people like, <laughs> no, you have to vote for this one because... Mm -hmm. And there were people who were like, CQB fans, abandon it, vote yeah. for Flood, we need you. <laughs> and I'm sure I actually saw the We Need You poster remade at one point with Mega Constructs yeah. figures, which was so cool. Right. <laughs> Matt, Team Thrall Slayer, how you feeling? Uh, yeah, actually, you know, I am kind of sad that the Thrall lost, but if, if you go back to our initial episode, I, I think I was also pretty set on the Haunted being a figure because of, I think, both the Thrall and the Haunted had, like, a rarity factor within the lore and stuff like that that I, I think would push them above the Flood. Sorry, Gabe. But, no, uh, I, I mean, you're, you're right, obviously. But, but, so, I am super excited to see... The whole process behind this, and I think, like Tom said, it was really, really awesome just seeing everyone, like, campaign yeah. for for different figures, you know, I think. Well, uh, it was similar rhetoric, too. It was like, yeah. why would you choose this one? We're like, we never will see this other one, you know? It's like, it was that, that harsh, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. gotta pick this one. It's the only right choice. Yeah, right? It, it was a fan vote that has come out of 2020, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but mm -hmm. it, was, it was really exciting, I think just the whole process i think uh, evolved put out a couple of tweets like showing the the stats every day got tons of engagement on that and i was really happy to see uh a lot of a lot of names uh, get in there like uh, I, I mentioned in our uh, like reaction episode hey uh ian from halo cannon was super involved and a, a lot of a lot of people so i thought it was just on from like a fan perspective watching the community really kind of circle around this and talk about mega I think just really kind of was special in and of itself. And, you know, I'm excited that the, the haunted one, I think it can be a good figure. So I'm really excited. It will excited. be a good figure. It well, will. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pressure's on, Kevin. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll put something together that will, um, that will please even the people who didn't vote for it. Ooh, so we're making a, we're making a figure. Hopefully that will, uh, that will uh, at least some, that most people will, will like the people uh, Spartan. Yes, the people's right, there Yeah, there we go. Um, well, let's go around the horn real quick. It's been a while since we've all been on the show, and just talk about what we've been up to. Um, we'll end with Kevin since he has some. He's got some stuff in that background. I want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Oh yeah. But why don't we, uh, Tom? What have you been doing on the mega front? Okay, so I am gonna plug something that's not evolved related. Quickly, I did my first 
Call of Duty Mega Constructs review in oh. about five mm. years. Um, because okay. I got the Call of Duty Warzone Squad pack, which was really awesome. Um, and I also got my second Banished Banshee that I basically Ooh. had a really stressful week at work. So mm. I was like, I'm buying some Mega Constructs. It's just happening. <laughs> I've had um, yeah. <laughs> He's stress buys. He's a so, stress buyer, guys. Yeah, I, I am. And I also got, actually, I've probably just disappeared from my camera completely. Yep. I got this little thing as well. Hey, the red one. Oh, yeah. I've still been looking for that guy. Um, so yeah, really like this. Really like the little personal AI print that's in it. I think that's really cool. Yep. Um, so yeah, nice. that's me. Cool. Uh, I'll toss it to you, Matt. I, ooh, well, actually, I got my chopper takedown. Yeah. Where'd you find yes. that one? Uh, actually, I got it at Target online. I had okay. a pre-order going in Amazon for so long, and they kept pushing the date back, <laughs> right. so I just abandoned it, and I got this, and it, you know, so, yep. I yeah, actually got two, own. so I have, Ooh, this is nice. the unbuilt copy, and then uh, I got the build one right here, yeah. and I gotta say, Mega upped its game from the, the last previous choppers, I really <laughs> like it a lot, and I think, nice. I don't think a brute has ever looked as good as Eshram, for sure. Uh, so he looks pretty awesome. And then I have really fallen off the bandwagon, and I've just gone full force into Masters of the Universe uh, <laughs> sets. And I may have, may have not just bought Grayskull while we were talking. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So I've, I've got a, I think I have all the sets that are available now, and uh, I was doing bones, a bunch though. of stop motion with them. So, bones, baby. Yeah. So I, I have to say, I, the and this is my first like i don't own any call of duty figures or sets and i don't own the, i've only ever bought from mega halo so this was kind of like my first step into that pond okay. and you know it's it's really interesting the way matt and i don't want to turn this into the masters of the universe conversation but it's the 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 way the builds are it's it's not like it's different from halo i mean it's a different universe and everything like that but it's almost feels a little more experimental to me like with mm. the the panther has the uh, the fur. Oh, yeah. The the, yeah. So that's really intriguing. And so I, I'm really impressed with it, and I'm definitely going to be buying all of them from now on. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Gabe, how about you? Well, I think since all of us last recorded together, um, I did my first standalone video review on the channel. Yeah. Of the Banished Chopper takedown. Um, Chopper. I was Great super video, excited. by the way. Thank you. It was terrific. Yep. Yeah. Guys, Kevin, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was I, I was super, super, super excited to make that video. One, because, you know, I've wanted to branch into YouTube content uh, for a while now. Um, and also, I think at the time, nobody else had gotten theirs yet. Um, that yeah. was a pre-order from Amazon that randomly showed up one day. And it, it was you guys who were like, hey, you should you should review it. Um, yeah, yeah the you build that thing out in a day. You like, you yeah, got it. We're like, do a review, and you did it, and it was like 24 hours, actually less. Um, amazing. The build was uh, fantastic. The figures are perfect. I love Estrum yeah. so much. I was very impressed with how how um, how you all pulled off his armor, especially yeah. with those prongs coming off of his shoulders. That was very impressive. 
Um, like Tom, I also found the red micro helmet. So got myself my first, um, I guess this is, what is it? Hermes, the, the Kelly style armor. Yes. Yep. So I got mm -hmm. my first figure of that. Um, that's a super neat little build. I found a couple more series three Halo Infinite oh. blind bags. Oh, nice. Uh, or, you know, the Halo series blind bags. Very happy about those. But um, outside of just regular uh, collecting, you know, I'm still working on figures. Um, I finished recently with my partner. We made a Mega Construct style skewer rifle. Yeah, uh, that looks oh, good. Oh, I saw that. Paired that, that looks with awesome. a custom Mark VII. And, I think it's uh, big. It's like, whoo. oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's tanky, but I was very excited about that collaboration with him. Um, and a lot of other people seem to like it as well. So we've got some cool stuff coming up soon uh, that, you know, we, we thought up. And I'm really excited to make more stuff. Nice. Well, Halo Infinite's coming. It's yeah. getting here. So we'll get to see all sorts of new stuff that you can create, which will be fun. Um, I'll go real quick. I, I went through, and I, I think I'm done with my Halo 5 sets. I have uh, to the floor over here waiting for our conversation uh, the best Halo 5 sets. I built that spirit. Ooh, that spirit. That spirit's nice. And I have my Infinity right over here on the shelf. That was also a fun time. It's not on the floor anymore? No, I finally moved it. Yep. <laughs> I, had, I had a whole bunch of other stuff Transformers on the shelf, so I moved them off. And uh, now it has its own shelf. And it's got Sarah Palmer on it, too. Cause, you know, I'm a there you Palmer. go. Yep. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Uh, I was on vacation for a couple weeks. That's why um, Matt and Gabe were, took the helm on their kind of recap of the vote. Thanks for doing that, guys. And then I did grab a, a chopper that actually showed up from Amazon. I got my two from Amazon. So I put, built that. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about that more at a later date. Um, I'll throw it to you, Kevin. You know, it's been it's been since the pandemic started, I think. Uh, uh, that we chat, um, or maybe it was middle pandemic. I forget when we talked last. But um, what's uh, what have you been up to lately? I guess and be we're interested to hear how things are going and how things are going from working from home. Uh, things are going well um, right now. The team is finishing up the last um, the last design work on the 2022, the fall 2022 line. Yeah. Um, and handing off documentation, and you know we're we're getting ready to pass the baton. To the production team so that they can set it up awesome. it's already started you know with the new molds new tools are being cut and uh and information starting to be shared so um and so so 2022 will be wrapping up uh the next few weeks i guess mm -hmm. um we've already started having meetings on what 2023 is going to look like wow. and so so that's what's been occupying my time quite a bit these last uh, these last few weeks so yeah, that's what's been keeping me busy. So, so real quick, quick, um, and then I do want to talk about figure stuff. Um, mm -hmm. This is figure related. So we did the fan vote, and you you're talking about you're wrapping up 2022. So is it going to be a little bit of a rush to get in the haunted to get that built into yeah. that line? Yeah, um, the the Halo Heroes series. We actually we pushed that like schedule wise, like to the very edge of where we could and yeah. still make our still make the the on shelf uh, dates gotcha um just because we wanted to be able to to do the vote as late as possible to minimize the time between um the actual vote and you know the time that people can actually buy it so mm -hmm. you know this so so we're we're going to be we're going to be fast tracking it but um but it's 
it's still going to make the you know yeah. next year's next year's fall date, which which is usually July ish. Yeah. So um, yeah. And, and you so you already know who's gonna be partnered with the haunted. Um, we'll find that out at a later yes. date. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So. We'll re we'll reveal that when it's time sometime next year probably. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. We're excited. This is exciting, man. Yeah. <laughs> to see who yeah. Spartan Haunted hangs out I keep, with. I keep forgetting though. Like I've been so focused on the haunted, but he's coming with a whole other. Yeah, uh, there's other figures, figures with him too. Other figures, yeah, Four other right. figures in that series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Well, so as many of you know, uh, Kevin is a lead product designer at Mega and has been working on the Halo products since they acquired the license. Um, he and his team have been um, have taken the winner, uh, or we're going to be taking that winner that we talked about, the Haunted, uh, through the production process. And Kevin will talk about that a little bit um, later in the show. But what we wanted to do before that is we wanted to go back and look at kind of the history of the micro action figure. And and I don't know how far back you can go, Kevin, if you can go back to the creation of like the, I don't know if it's 1.0 articulation, like with the Marvel stuff and all that. Um, but we're very interested to hear kind of about the, the history of, um, you know, the micro action figure, what sets it apart from the other brands, right. And kind of, kind of that process. So, um, yeah, take it away from there. Sure. All right. So the start of the, um, of the micro action figure at mega really, I think we, it can start around 2005 with, um, okay. there was a line called pirates at the time. Mm -hmm. And that, I don't know if anybody remembers that one. Yeah. Uh, it ran for a few years, but it actually introduced figures for the first time in construction anyway, that were, that had um, augmented um, articulation versus what was available on the market at the time. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, when I mean augmented, it means, you know, there were ball joints in the shoulders, on the neck, on the hips. Um, the elbows bent, the hands could turn, and the knees could bend. And um, so there was a lot. There was a lot uh, of that of that stuff, uh, or th those learnings, design-wise, that we applied when we got when we got to Halo a few years later. So, so before you go that far, though, I'm interested. Yeah. So, what what was the figure before? I don't think I went. I go further back, or was that the very first figure you created? Was it for the pirates? Line. Um, no, there was. Uh, we had figures before that. They were ah. a little bit more closely related to what was uh, on the market at the time. Sure. So, so yeah. a lot less. Uh, you know, they had just the standard articulation. The neck could turn. We had yep. like a good example is would be like the old dragons line. Mm. Um, ah, you know, okay. the, yeah. the legs could move individually. The arm, uh, the uh, the shoulders could move. The hands didn't swivel, and the head could swivel only side to side. So it's basically just, you know, five points, mm -hmm. uh, five points of articulation. So, you know, the pirates really ratcheted up a notch yeah. because, because of the knees, the elbows, and the, the integration of the ball joints. Um, gotcha. So, so, and that and So pirates had that articulation, years. and then yeah. was that alien agency one, uh, Tom? Yes. That had the same articulation? I, I was sat mm, here yeah. like alien agency. <laughs> I actually, well, Kevin... After yeah. we last spoke, I was able to, and I'm sorry, I'm going off track for a second. I got the factory <laughs> set in box in the original Mega Brands factory seal oh. box as well. And yes, I opened yes. that and was just looking through the old catalog that came with it with all of the old brands. <laughs> like, this is nostalgia for me right here. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a great line. It had the, 
the clay and the molds and the, to build the to build the uh, the aliens. Yeah. And then um, um, so Marvel and then Marvel had that as well. Exactly. Right? So that so Marvel sort of um, Marvel, if I recall correctly, used the used the Halo model. So we had already yeah. evolved. Um, the the we had already evolved the figure from the pirates to the Halo uh, articulation at the time when we when we brought in Marvel. So um, what happened was so we started with pirates. We took we took that when we built the first Halo figures. Um, but I, I remember we we sat down as a team and we we talked to the digital sculptors and said, okay, so how mm -hmm. do we take you know how do we improve some of the proportions first of all because mm -hmm. um, there were some you know we we could improve on that, and then you know how do we add even more articulation to create the halo figure? So um, the the I remember we added the hip uh, the hip articulation added the hole in the back which has become standard a standard part of all our figures now. But at the time, it was new for Halo. But if you take a look at the old figures, the the ones that are built like this, yeah, but what? smaller. What? Um, <laughs> what? That's a mega, mega. It's, it's a mega micro. That's figure. awesome. Yeah. I'm. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, actually, the first ones, until we changed to the super articulation, they reused parts from the old Pirates figures. The hands and the hip oh. connector are the same parts that continued oh. since the very beginning. Wow. Interesting. So, so real quick, though. So I the feel Genesis like was really that line. I want to ask a little bit of... So you wanted to do the the newer articulation, I guess the first iteration on the enhanced articulation um, to set yourselves apart for, like from other brands, right? Exactly. Um, and then you continued that, but do you remember like the initial reception to that? Um, I would imagine it would have been positive, but um, do you remember kind of what, you know, fans were saying about it or just internally? I don't, you probably can't talk about sales, but were things going in a positive direction, I would imagine, to, to keep going down that path? Um, well, the Halo line did, did very well when it launched. Yeah. And um, the thing is that it was, it was a, a bit of a different time in 2009. There wasn't the instant, um, you know, social media was still a couple yeah. of years away. So, yeah. we, you know, we saw some fan reaction online uh, through, you know, a couple of forums at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but but uh, the sales I think were 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 phenomenal. So yeah. um, so you know obviously something something resonated with fans and and uh, so it allowed us to you know the first year we had just the the, the Mark IV Spartan we had mm -hmm. the Elite the regular Elite from Halo Wars the Grunt and we did a Flame uh, Marine at the time. Yeah. Those were the only figures that were in the first series but the the success of the line actually allowed us to expand and to bring in figures from previous halo titles as well so a year or two later 2010 2011 you started seeing uh cqb and hayabusa and, uh, yep. and all these other yeah. figures being added the brutes and the marines and all that stuff too so and you were um, doing blind bags at the time too and you were doing blind bags from the previous or from the other licenses as well right like so that was a thing that you saw um sell positively for other brands yeah. and you brought into halo right nice. exactly yeah exactly very cool um yeah the, 
the blind bags for Halo were, were set up um, in the second year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. So so it was uh, it, it was definitely something that 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 caught fire the second we released the first series. It was yeah. really really popular. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. People were still tra- tracking those down. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've spent so much money. Oh my god, <laughs> so much money. <laughs> um, but then you know after that, what happened was that in Call of Duty when we introduced that line. Um, that upped the ante even more because mm. now all of a sudden, you know, some of the ball joints in the uh, in the figures were replaced with pins, which would which allowed for more dynamic posing, especially mm. on the elbows. So there's um, no old articulation Call of Duty. There's only new no. articulation Call of Duty. Exactly. So gotcha. So you introduced yeah. it with that. And then that that caught fire. So so you know, uh, and at that point. Halo had been around for four or five years, and mm-hmm. we figured, you know, fans have been reacting positively to Call of Duty. Let's do this for for Halo as well. Yeah, and and that's mm-hmm. how that came about. So we took we started from the Call of Duty figure and what we'd learned on that, mm-hmm. and we we applied it to Halo. And what that looked like was basically at the time we had since we did have four or five years of history in the line, um, we we didn't readapt the call of duty figure exactly you know there as you know there are a slight differences in build mm-hmm. um and there's a slight difference in height yeah. and since we didn't want to obsolete people's collections overnight we said well let's keep the scale of a pre so if you put a, an old articulation figure halo and a new one side by side they're the same height mm-hmm. um the new articulation is a little bit bulkier just because of the removable armor, yep. but um, but basically they're they're the same size. So a, a new articulation figure fits in the very first Warthog we did, yeah, and that was important to us at the time, and it's still important yep. to us, obviously. So um, so that's that's how that came about. It's, and the uh, removable armor came alongside the new articulation too, right? Yeah, well, that's actually yeah. something that was also part of the Call of Duty learnings. Because mm-hmm. uh, Call of Duty have the, the removable vest and everything. For Halo, we, we developed the um, the front and back aspect. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, the, the Spartans, the, the armor comes apart uh, in the middle. Um, uh, whereas yep. uh, whereas Call of Duty and, like, Halo Marines have vests that just snap mm-hmm. over top Slot. of the head. Mm-hmm. But it's the but it's you know it's really much very much a, another iteration on on learnings that we did throughout like starting from pirates and then Call of Duty and then yeah yeah can That's I cool. may I ask what was the first like 2.0 figure that Mega produced in box was it the Master Chief in the broadsword. Uh, that's a very good question. Um, we actually, the first season that we introduced the new articulation, we rebooted, we rebooted like all of the USC yeah. at once. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'd be, it'd be tough to say which, which figure was first. Um, cause it came out with a full line, right? So because that, the whole, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. It was, a, it was, exactly, right it was a, a pretty, a pretty yeah. uh, hefty line at the time. So, yeah. you know, um, I remember there was, um, uh, the I believe the rookie. Well, yeah. oh, no, was that the right year? Yeah. Or was there it was, Neil on, there the, was some, on the on the mongoose? Yeah. Yeah. So, there were some so, ODSTs um, that with the shark that yes. were yeah. some. It was like almost like a transition where they yeah. carried through with yeah. the shark, and that was kind of cool. 
Yeah. yeah. And it was timed also, you know, we were still very close to Halo 5. So there was a bunch of uh, Halo 5 armors in there. I remember the Oceanic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we did uh, some members of Majestic as well. You know, yeah. so Scout, the Recruit, and all those all those wonderful armors as well. So I, um, the, 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 the size or the number of armors that we had to redesign or to adapt that season was was enormous i mean it was we're talking hundreds and hundreds of yeah. new molds that we created that year to to be able to evolve just the unsc side and yeah. you know the, the covenant at the time it was the covenant it was um that also came out but we 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 pulsed it out so we did the elites next i think the following year and then the brutes and the jackals and uh, and the grunts somewhere along in, yeah. in there as well the so mini grunts. yeah the mini grunts became yeah. Bigger, bigger grunts. grunts. Yeah. Bigger grunts. Yeah. Have there, have yeah. there been three molds for the grunt? Yeah. Uh, there, there was the minis. The, there was the mini mini. Yep. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, I think there were three. I and there was a little bigger the and then the new the articulation. The wrists, isn't yeah. there? And then the full articulation. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, the, gr- the, grunts, the grunts are like a perfect example to see how amazing the, how, like, how it's like completely been fine tuned <laughs> to what oh, yeah. we have now, you know? Yeah. Like I still have some of my little mini grunts, and I'm super nostalgic about them. And but you know, yeah. they're they're the new ones are leagues leagues yeah. better. It's, wow. it's the amazing. big ones are scaled fairly appropriately too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. they're bigger than people give them credit for. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, on the scale charts, a grunt is actually the same height as a marine. Yeah. But yeah. except much wider, much bulkier. So, yeah. Yeah, we we get the impression they're tiny because we're always playing as Master Chief. But uh, right, right. yeah, if, yeah. Like if you're a regular human part. next to a grunt, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to meet yeah. a grunt in an alleyway <laughs> <No>. somewhere. <laughs> I, I remember, Oof. I remember going to Halo Outpost Discovery, and they have a big wall there yeah. with all yeah. the sizes of the Covenant, uh, like hunters, elites, and brutes and things. I walked up to a grunt, and I I don't think I could fight one. There's no way. <laughs> Right. I know, right? And they're much wider. So, like, imagine, yeah. like, trying to. That's crazy. I mean, he could just punch me in the face. I'm gone. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> that's pretty scary <laughs> that a grunt's that big. I can only imagine what a hunter looks like. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Or brute, man. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. yeah. I am. Um... Well, and that's the fun thing, though, about, like, the hunters. So, when did the. Can you talk about hunters in general? Um, about, Ooh, I mean, yeah. they're, they're kind of fall outside of this a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're the big boys of the line, right? So yeah, can you yeah. talk about the, the process of you know coming up with those guys? Yeah, sure. Um, well, the first ones we did were were I think for the like the second series of Halo. So we designed them along the Halo Wars aesthetic, yeah. and they were they came out I think in 2010, if memory serves. With the Wolverines. Yeah. With the Wolverines, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and still only one per set <laughs> at <Right>. the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bought two. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and yeah, so that's that's one of the ones that uh, like um, like the the smaller figures that uh, had a, a version one articulation with the ball joints on the hips yeah. and and mm-hmm. the uh, and the shoulders. Um, but that you know they they innovated in their own way because we had we had the spikes on the back that were that were completely removable and that were uh, separate pieces. Um, and then when it was time, you know, when when we got through evolving um, all of the other Covenant races to new articulation, and we we you know we said, well, you know, now's now's the time to do the Hunter. And mm-hmm. I think the first one was with the Wasp, the Halo yeah. Five Wasp, right? Yeah. Um, 
And so, so that was like from scratch, you know, we're not reusing anything except the spikes in the back. Actually, we, we did reuse those parts, okay, yeah. but the, mm -hmm. but the rest of the, the rest of the figure we put aside and, um, it was a from scratch, you know, design cool. job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's so many different molds. It's crazy. Yeah, the ones everybody loves. When those, when the first photos of the Wasp set came onto like Facebook, I remember being in multiple Facebook groups and everyone just collectively exploded. Like we, <laughs> we were just like, oh my god, they they actually did it. They made a yeah, new hunter, yeah. and I yeah. got one, and he was massive. And I was like, <laughs> this is the best yeah. thing they've ever made. And Every then they included it in a uh, Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. The red yeah. hunter. Yeah. How yeah I, remember, I remember that too. That was um, that was that was a, a crazy conversation that we had as okay. the design team because we, you know, hunters are because of the scale, you know, they cost a little bit more to put in the line, but we we you know we want to make sure that we use them in the right places and and keep them mm -hmm. a little bit special. Um, and plus, I mean, it's not something that you that you uh, run into in the game, right? All that often. So, right. so having a, a fewer in the line, I think, just increases the the fact that when you do get one in the set, it's it's it's, it's all that much more um, special and, and meaningful. Mm. Um, but I but it, was it Halo series? Was it Hero series eleven that I they showed 11. up in? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, we we said, okay, so how do we there he How is. do we do something? That's the last one, Matt. Cool. One. Yeah. I got two. They're still in the box. <laughs> How do we do something cool that's going to make people just say, oh, shoot. You know, they yeah. didn't really <laughs> just do that. Yeah. And, and so we said, well, why don't we put a hunter, you know, yeah. on a Hero Heroes card? And choice. it was some interesting um, jostling to make it fit in the, in the, in, on the card, first of all, but also mm -hmm. in the case pack. And, and and budget wise, but um, what we're we're super. I think everybody was super jazzed that we were able oh, yeah. to, to pull it oh, off. Yeah, yeah. How close is it to actual scale? Do you know? What, during those conversations, like when you go a Spartan against the Hunter, I mean, it looks good, but yeah, is it pretty close to what what's I in think universe within the realm of uh, buildable figures or buildable or construction toy figures? I think yeah. we're pretty we're pretty close to. Um, but that's the Hunter is actually something that. Once in a while, the, 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 there are some inconsistencies in the mm -hmm. game and in the, or it's, oh. maybe it's something more like in the attached media. But um, sure. so, so there's a little bit of, uh, I think, a little bit of wiggle room uh, yeah. in the scale. So yeah. we're, I think we're, we're pretty, we're pretty good. Yeah. Well, the, the, the hunter has that massive shield, and if you look at like uh, the Ford unto Dawn uh, series, the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. and chief grabs onto the shield and you you know you try to recreate i've tried to recreate that mega and it actually looks pretty close to what the movie yeah. was doing on a scale yeah. wise so cool. i think i think they nailed it uh i think another really cool thing just to you know cramming a big giant figure into a hero's line was when you guys did the didact yeah yeah stuff oh, yeah. yeah i was really yeah. impressed with that i thought i'm like oh they actually put the didact in uh a hero's thing and i thought that was really cool yeah and that was the reaction we were going for. <laughs> That's what that was the reaction we were going for. We know yeah. we wanted we we wanted to do 10, 10 for ten, right? It was series 10, 10th anniversary yep. uh, of of Halo Mega Constructs, mm -hmm. and um, so we wanted ten characters. And then, you know, when we got to the ninth or tenth, we we said, well, you know, let's let's put something that that'll make fans, you know, yeah. really smile yeah. when they see 
Yeah. Well, see, uh, well the opportunity to get the didact if you get, didn't get the broadsword set yeah. too, mm-hmm. which yeah. is really cool. Mm-hmm. I um, yep. I wanted to ask about the Assassin's Creed line because obviously that was the prelude to then doing um removable helmets on the current Marines. So how did yep. that then iterate into going from doing removable armor to then also removable headgear as well? Well, um, the headgear is actually something that we'd been kicking around for a little while. Yeah. Um, it's uh, and and we we'd had you know we we did quite a few meetings as a team with the Call of Duty team as well to see how we could standardize headgear and and see you know for 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 fans to be able to interchange as many accessories as possible yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And headgear is one of the things that came up. And since we did have experience with the, with the uh, Assassin's Creed line, with the removal hats and helmets and uh, and hair, um, we figured, you know, the the Marines are, are something that are super super doable for sure, you know, to to, to be able to upgrade them. Um, and it is, a, you know, the Marines are sort of an extension also of what we've been doing with the elites and the brutes for a yeah. little while as well. Mm-hmm. When those transitioned to new articulation, they had right away the removable helmets. Yeah. So, you know, the Marines sort of went through an, ex- uh, an extra step of having fully molded, fully molded heads. And then uh, now we're, you know, as we go, we're evolving them all towards removable helmets. So uh, in the future, um, and I don't think this is much of a spoiler, but spoiler alert, in case, just in case, <laughs> you know, as we continue to introduce new types of Marines, uh, we've done so for like Halo CE now and, and Halo Infinite. But, you know, in the future, when Halo 3 Marines pop up or Halo Wars <laughs> Marines, just yeah. whatever, yep. um, you know, chances are they'll have a removable helmet. Oh, love it. Yeah. 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 Very I cool. Very so I'm not saying when and if they're coming, but they're <laughs> but uh, chances are they will. Awesome. So I'll, I have one question because I feel like it, maybe it was addressed in the forums and all that other stuff, but I'm um, just kind of back to the heroes line. So it's, you know, figures adjacent, but... The base plates um, changed from the heroes' lines, right? From yeah. that little the triangle to the square. Um, what was the decision process to make that change? Uh, there were a couple of different things. There was um, we wanted to simplify the blisters on the packaging to make to make um, mm. the the blisters and and the overall packaging more sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, removing some parts from the blister or from the yeah from the from the overall packaging helped in that instance. Uh, but from the design side, um, the those those first stands were they were not designed for use with figures initially. Yeah. They were they were designed as a building part, um, mm-hmm. as a as an angle part on another you know on a mm-hmm. building set. And posing figures when posts aren't lined up in a straight line but are in a diagonal is tricky. And, <laughs> you know, we, there, there was the rod in the back that, that could give dynamic posing and that could maybe help out a little bit on that aspect. But we figured on the design side, you know, what if we used a, a, a part that was a little bit more simple and intuitive mm-hmm. for people to snap the, the figures on? And, you know, that meant having a part with, you know, six posts, two, two, uh, two by three, basically, uh, mm-hmm. space so mm-hmm. that you could line up. You could line up your, your feet either on one po- on uh, one row or you can even... Uh, spread them out you know put one foot in the front and one in the back and it still works 
Um, but it was really just a simplification overall as far as the stands. Well, I'm sure that was a bit of a challenge for the blue team and the Osiris because you had those little cool stands, but then you're like, mm. but we have to kind of like make them angled. I'm sure all the <laughs> yeah. fans, as they try to like group their heroes together or their fire teams and things like that, those angles are, you know, the, the plates are cool, but then that angle does become a problem. So um, you can't I feel like I'm on a shelf either. Oh, right. Sorry. You had to line them up on a shelf, and that oh. was that was something that we noticed as well. You had to, you sort of had to, um, you know, put the stand sideways, which is not intuitive either. And then you line up like the the edges, uh, not the edges, but the uh, yeah, the edges, uh, um, not mean. the sides of the block instead right. of the instead of. So it was. Um, I think it was just to to simplify all of that, uh, yeah. all that together. And you can fasten a bunch of the new ones together as well, just using a plate underneath. Mm-hmm. I think what I ended up doing with that is I think at the time I had uh, like a table where I had put all my stuff and I just put it in the center so I could see it from all angles as I walked oh, around the table. Yep. So it's just kind of more like a center piece, mm-hmm. which, was, yeah. which was nice too. But I get what you're saying about the shelf. Cool. Um, anything else you guys want to chat about? Just uh, evolution of, of the micro action figure. We still want to dive into the creation of the haunted. Um, I do have a question. Ahead. How do you refer to old articulation and new articulation? Is there a special like way you phrase it? Because like we go like we have 1.0, 2.0, we have old, new. How like if like just in like the shorthand, how do you guys refer to the old and the new? Just old articulation, new articulation? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think that we have an established vocabulary in, in, <laughs> within the team, just because. It's been so long now that we've yeah. transitioned over to the new articulation that it's like True. it's no longer new. It's just articulation. You know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. You know um, the the old figures, um, the old figures have are, are what they're six or seven years behind us now. So yeah. so yeah. even yeah. like most of the team at Mega is either has, has either moved on or is moving, you know, has, is working on other projects. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the old articulation figures are you know we have a bin of them somewhere in the design area to to keep some kind of an archive, but mm-hmm. uh, you know we're very much focused on on the new stuff or the the actual stuff. <laughs> right. I, right, right, right. I Throwing do have anniversary set because we've been talking about old articulation, new articulation. You mean that one in the back, right? With, yeah. with he's got uh, two in there. I've seen them. Look at that. This one here. So with uh, the third. With. Uh, <laughs> The mini master ch- or Mister Chief, should I call him? He is in the what is it like the the Hot Wheels yeah, kind the Hot of Wheels size. the Hot Wheels articulation? Um, I mean, was that to just go yes. with? Oh, 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 he's prepared. Oh, that's so. <laughs> so he's so got good. he he still has the same like peg shoulders, but he just has static um, elbows and knees. But he still has like you can move the hips and the and yeah. The, so, so what, what was the reasoning for, for going like back to that style for him instead of keeping him like a, a Spartan painted like Mr. Chief? Um, that, that's a very good question. I'm glad you asked it, actually. Uh, this, the, the, looking at Mr. Chief and what Mr. Chief is, I mean, how, you know, the origins of Mr. Chief is basically a sketch, right? Yeah. So it's, 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 um, it's, a, it's a 2D image you know low res low poly yeah Uh, it's a joke (laughs) yeah yeah it started out like that so um so we wanted to keep that essence the 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 figures you know the the current figures of super articulation they they just have 
too much detail for yeah. something like this. That makes sense. You know, so so um, we really wanted to to keep that that um, that you know round chibi, uh, yeah. super deformed. Um, <laughs> and the, the Hot Wheels figures actually were, you know, we felt worked really well because yeah. they're they're just very plain. They allowed yeah. us to really just. Uh, translate print the details of the de- of the exactly to print all the de- the details yeah. on just like if it was a, a sketch. Mm-hmm. And remember, yeah, yeah. The, the any, legs are Sorry, has anybody attempted like a fan t- attempted to create Mr. Chief from the new articulation characters that you've seen, Gabe? Is there a um, Mr. Chief? On I don't think Master I Chief? have witnessed anybody trying to make a custom Mr. Chief. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it now, so yeah, nobody else is allowed to do it. Don't. You've got to go away and do uh, that. <laughs> well, my, my, my second question attached to that was, like, do you remember the response you got when Mr. Chief was revealed alongside all the that set like was there a difference or or was it majority it was positive because i remember when i revealed mr chief i was i was waiting for people to be like what is this and everyone was like that's the best thing ever (laughs) and they were so excited and i was shocked um so the the response the response um internally was was uh was fantastic and then when we actually showed the idea or when we, you know, when we showed the idea of the of the the anniversary pack to our partners at three four three, they said yes. <laughs> you know, we yeah. were that Mr. Chief was like the was like the question. You know, would we be able to do it? Would they want us to do it? Would you know? Um, well, would it be would it be an issue? You know, anywhere along mm-hmm. the line. And and but the the second that the that you know we talked to them about. Can we do Mr. Chief? You know, can can we yeah. possibly include him in the 20th anniversary? They said yes, for sure, for sure. And um, and so the, I think the response across the board from fans or you know anybody involved in the project has just been fantastic. And That's while great. while we're here, I I found this in my stuff the other day too. I don't oh know. Boy. If maybe you might be interested. This is actually a mock-up. I don't think anybody really has seen this very much but this is actually a mock-up we did <laughs> oh, a few years ago that's My so cool oh. yeah. this is a, a painted prototype we did a few years ago um before the 20th anniversary was just uh was this it wasn't a thing it was just for fun it was just something that hey you know it would be fun maybe sometime to put in a blind bag series or something that. like that that's, that's amazing awesome. um but you know, obviously, it, it, you know he's evolved quite a bit in his yeah, final form. But, <laughs> but uh, that was using the um, the old Block Squad figures yeah. from from that's... way back when. Wow. Mm. So anyway, cool. thought you might get a kick out. That, that's neat. Well, it <laughs> shows. I mean, you know, we're all Halo fans, but it shows. You know. This is the same line that heck has like a skull face inside of a mask. <laughs> has like yeah. this goofy little figure, right? Like so, it just shows you the breadth of the brand. Yeah. Just yeah. pretty cool. It's also kind of well, neat cool. to see I... Mega in on that joke, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right. Just like everyone, you know, all the fans know it. You know. I it's think we covered cool. a lot of ground. Um, so that was awesome. Thank you for that background on yeah. the the micro action figure. I think that'll be really interesting to a lot of collectors, a lot of fans. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Why don't we dive into the plans for the Spartan Haunted? I want to hand this over to our expert, our figure expert, 
Gabe to help, um, you know, lead that conversation as he, you know, he creates his own uh, custom figures and, and, uh, you know, Kevin's in that same business. And I want to hear how the, how the, how that happens from the, you know, the larger standpoint, right. Uh, that mega, that mega creates their figures. So um, Gabe, why don't you take it from here? All right. So haunted Spartan, that's going to be, I imagine that's going to be tricky. Um, with the design team, is is there anything you all are are worried about when it comes to this? Like, is there one part that you think is going to be like the hurdle to get over before you actually finish the Haunted Spartan piece? Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a good question. The we've started obviously we've started you know jumping into this, and so um, right now the the challenging part. Um, is it's just the way that we the way that we're approaching it is that um, we're we're making a new mold for mm-hmm. uh, the head um, and the head is is basically a pilot a Spartan pilot right so yeah. with a, with a with a clear visor in the front so what we <laughs> what we're planning is that we're doing we're replicating that right okay. so so it's going to be the head is going to be two parts it's going to be the molded helmet. Uh, with the the skull face integrated, and the clear visor will snap as a separate piece Ooh. on top. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so can I ask? So That's amazing. There's a couple of reasons why we want to do it that way. Um, one of them, one of them is that uh, we want to be able to to keep. You know, we want to have as much detail in it. So so the sculpted face, the sculpted Spartan, and everything, um, uh, skeleton head underneath is is. Um, is something that we really want to draw attention to. And then the clear visor, uh, you know, gives us the option to use it as a, a Spartan haunted now, but then in the future, that clear visor can be molded gold or silver or red and yeah. be used yeah. as a pilot, a Spartan pilot, pilot uh, down wow. the road. So, um, so the two, piece, cool. the two piece helmet will be, will be uh, implemented uh, when we, when we start uh, designing it or when we continue designing it. That I almost fantastic. asked when we were talking about helmets. I go, would you ever have helmets that had like pieces that snap on and off, with, like <laughs> little antennas or anything like that? <laughs> that's so yeah, cool. yeah. That, so that is... so that's the biggest that's the biggest challenge because it doesn't it poses um an interesting engineering yeah. challenge. Um, okay. uh, well, design slash engineering because we need to make sure that that separate piece um works well you know snaps in place so, uh, in a way that that it's safe and that mm-hmm. also that you know when kids are playing with it it doesn't fall off all the time yeah right so yeah. so we're looking at the, several different ways of, of of attaching it there um you know permanently or semi-permanently yes. um with, but with a little bit of work gabe i'm sure you'll be able to pump it off <laughs> yeah um, i mean that's that's the one that's the one problem that i have run into when making my own custom haunted figures is that i you know i do the skull and i do the paint and i do the attachments and then i get to the visor and i i kind of hit a roadblock because i'm like well how do i i mean i could sculpt it but it wouldn't be see-through and then i don't have anything that's malleable enough to be smoothed over and see through i just i've never i've never right, gotten past right. that point yeah. so all of a my little, customs uh, are just trick of um, the trade though if um and i think that it's something that we sometimes use uh, that the prototype makers at uh, mega use sometimes before we 3d you know now we use 3d printers for 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 all the parts and we can mold them in clear if we want but 
Um, you can always use the bubble off of a uh, off of a, a blister oh. pack. Uh, oh, that, put it yeah. to the shape that you want and heat it with a heat gun, and then you can place it over top of your yeah over top of yeah. your to, to create the visor. That's one option I, you might. Know. Yep. I might have to take oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> so not only can I'm... you play with the figure, but you can use the box. <laughs> that's great. That's why I'm so excited when you said it was going to have a removable visor, because that's something even I've been tr I've been trying and trying to do that for months now. But yeah. I'm I'm yeah. so happy that you've confirmed that it's going to be a two piece mold. That's it will, awesome. It will. I'm so excited. We're also um, there'll also be a third piece that we're going to introduce with the Spartan Haunted. And um, because we had budgeted, you know, a certain number of molds. And so we between so so we have the, the head and then we have the visor. And just to make them a little bit extra special, we'll also be doing the breacher chest armor. Oh, set. cool. Oh, I'm scared. So I think I... that was the right call. <laughs> <laughs> So there's there's two reasons why that makes me super happy. For one, my next question to you was going to be if it was, I mean, it's the haunted Spartan, but in reality, it's just a helmet. So I was I was curious if there would be anything else, um, more than just a new head mold. So that is great news. But also, um, if I can just keep talking about myself a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, the first haunted Spartan that I've made was a blue and gray haunted Spartan with a breacher chest piece, and that's that's a piece I've been wanting you all to make for a long time. But <laughs> just personally, I'm really excited about that. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll debut with the Spartan haunted, and then you know I'm sure you'll see it. It'll pop up again in future sets, but um, it'll be exclusive to haunted at least for the for the launch for the so first uh, for the first season. Gabe just talking about his figure for a second asked me, "Do are are you able to say what colors that this uh, fan voted haunted is coming in, uh, or is that is that to be determined?" Not at this point. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So something to look um, forward to. <laughs> since the um, <laughs> since pink the, the haunted yeah. um, since the Spartan haunted is one of the last things that we're that we're finishing up for 2022. Um, he's going to be, he's, he's only once in the line, right? He's only in the fan vote, Halo Heroes, um, uh, for wow. fall 22. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll try to, obviously we'll try to release different colors in the future, but, uh, yeah. uh, but for now he'll be just, just in that one spot for 2022. Uh, Interesting. I, I wanted to come back to the visor quickly, just cause my brain instantly made connections there. So will that be taking learnings from the figure you did from Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, where that had the little visor that popped off the front? Because obviously oh, yeah. that was did, a really did. small piece. Yeah. Just... Uh, yes, absolutely. It's cool. one of the uh, one of the inspirations that we had was uh, was that figure. Cool. It was the little scuba yeah. the the scuba diver, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I can put. It yeah. I'll, I'll get it some was, photos uh... for you to include, Matt. A hazmat trooper, I think, or something like that. Um, interesting awesome. side note: the the designer that, um, or, or one of the designers that that's working on Spartan Haunted, um, he he transitioned over from the Call of Duty team. Uh -huh. So when we were talking ah. about doing a, a two piece a two piece head with the visor, 
um, that's you know the first thing he went to is hey we've done that before we know how to do this <laughs> right. that experience was very I helpful. Get experience yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool well so so speaking of designers that leads perfectly into my next question um, can you give us any idea about what the first step of designing the haunted I guess I should say was or will be uh, depending how far you are in the process how do you start with a new helmet especially something so complex as like you've already said it's two pieces and it has a skull on the inside yep yeah so we start the first the first process is really um is really we 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 look at the figure and we we say okay so uh what are the new parts that we need so obviously you know in this in this case um the helmet we decided to go with the visor and we're adding the breacher um chest piece um but so so once we know that, then it's okay. So what are the other existing pieces that we have that that have to go around? You know, what are we using to 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 go around those pieces? What are we surrounding mm -hmm. those new pe pieces with? Um, now in this case, you know, it's it's a it's a reach Spartan, pretty you know, uh, a multiplayer Spartan. So um, so you know, some of those pieces are pretty are pretty simple to to. Uh, to, to digest or to uh, right. d decide on, um, but you know we'll we'll we have a bank of of existing parts for reach, so we'll we'll take a look at which ones you know which boots we want to use and, and you know which uh, which shoulder pads we want to use, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so what we do is you know we we'll we'll sketch it out, um, or we'll use you know existing assets that we can find and say okay well these are the new parts. And you know these are the existing parts, and then like point um, point the existing parts with like existing part numbers, you know, just so that we create mm -hmm. some kind of a, a a document to start us off, so that everybody's sort of on the same page as to what what are the parts we're using, um, and which ones are new. So and then you know during that same step, we also usually receive start receiving official assets from our partners at 343. Mm -hmm. And so then we have like some good views of like the front, the side and the back of the helmet and everything else right. like that. Um, then what happens is that once we, once we've figured out pretty much what we're using as far as parts, which, you know, and we have some good assets, we'll transfer that over to the digital sculpting uh, team. And they're going to, you know, they'll, they'll get to work right away on the, on the new parts. Um, so the, you know, they'll, they will they'll digitally sculpt them using various uh, various uh, programs um, and with input from the design team continually because you know they'll they'll do a pass they'll show us we'll say well you know raise the nose or widen the you know widen the ears or whatever it is mm -hmm. um, so you know we'll we'll give that type of feedback and at the same time we'll start involving the engineering team as well because something like the Spartan Haunted, which has the visor, even though we've done it on a figure before, uh, we want to make sure that the engineering team knows that we're doing this again. Since, yeah. you know, there, there are, there, there can be risks and we want to, we want to eliminate those, you know, right from the beginning. We want to make sure that everything is moldable. Everything is, all the parts are safe. You know, mm -hmm. um, we want to make sure that the visor is not so teeny tiny that the minute you take it out of the blister, it falls in the carpet and you never see right. it again. You know, so it's uh, we want to make sure that everything holds together properly. 
Um, and that, you know, in the end, this is not just something that we're producing one of that we're that we can produce it, you know, that we can produce tens of thousands of, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, and then so so once but once the digital sculpting phase is finished and that's usually how the long? longest phase. Yeah. You know, how long does that, that usually take? Several weeks because um, mm -hmm. well, only because, you know, there'll be other stuff on the plate at the same time. So sure. the sculptor the sculpting team is uh is is five people and but they also you know they take care of halo and masters of universe and pokemon and preschool oh, wow. and very you know, everybody busy else. so they they oh they're <laughs> I, very. I have nothing but respect for that team <laughs> yeah they do a great job they, by the way they, oh, they yeah. work all those figures holy smokes yeah and so um so it'll take a few weeks and you know we'll give feedback along the way like i said with the engineering team and everything and then um but once once that stage is done and we're all reasonably uh, happy with what it looks like on the computer screen, then we go to the 3D printing phase. And then um, so, you know, we, we usually print out a couple of copies. That's when we start assembling the final or the, you know, putting putting together the existing parts mm -hmm. with the new parts. We see then also if there's any seams that need to be um, improved on, you know, for example, where the front and back shoulder uh, armor fits mm -hmm. or, or chest armor fits, I should say, um, you know, make sure that everything works well together like we were expecting it to work. Um, you know, sometimes we get to that phase and we realize maybe the head is 5% too big or 5% too small. Right. It doesn't, you know, necessarily yeah. clear the shoulder, um, the mm. shoulder armor around, you know, around the neck. And then, oops, all of a sudden the articulation is not useful anymore. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. okay, tweak the shapes around or, or the size of the, the head overall to make it work. We also line up the new sculpt with all of the existing sculpts to make sure that those proportions aren't off, that we don't have a Spartan head yeah. that's, you know, this size and the other one's this size. And, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, the sizes pretty much line up. Um, and so on. And then all of the final adjustments are made at that stage. Um, and then, you know, then the the design continues with uh, with okay. So we have the new parts. We like them. Um, we submit it, we submit them to the licensor, but at the same time um, for their approval. But at the same time, also we're coloring the the model. So we'll take the new parts and then we'll assemble them in our in our three D program, and we'll um, we'll start coloring, applying color and decos to, to mm -hmm. the figure and oh, figuring okay. out so how much. So there's no color up until this point at all? No, exactly, exactly. Okay. You know, and sometimes then... it starts with the, like the end part of the sculpting phase. We'll use preliminary parts once in a while to, you know, to get uh, to keep the ball rolling mm -hmm. seamlessly. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it starts pretty much when the parts are, are final. So how are, and this is, um, I mean, it can be used, applied to the haunted, but this is a personal a curiosity being a painter and a sculptor. How are, how like, how will details be applied to a figure after the main molding is done? Like, how do you get small paint apps on it? I mean, is there just a big stamp machine that puts, puts colors on there? Yeah, it depends on, it depends on what type of detail you're looking at. If, mm -hmm. um, well, you know, washes or, or, uh, weatherings is different, but, um, certain painting details are done using a paint mask. So it's basically just, you take, you know, you take a figure and then, um, you know, like the hair for the pilot, for instance, that's yeah. a paint mask. So they'll take the part and it'll go in a big clamp 
and everything that's not to be painted is hidden and everything that has to be painted is is visible and then they'll just go you know they'll just apply the the paint that way and so that's that's something you know that's reproducible and that you can produce multiple units per minute basically yeah so that's one way and then the other um the other way that we use a lot is uh it's a process called pad printing where you're basically taking you know your figure or part of your figure putting it in a in a jig of some kind and you do have like a big a big <laughs> with a sound yeah, a effect like that exactly and you're stamping yeah so the like okay. all the spartan skins or the coatings that we do mm-hmm. usually are done like that that's what i that's what i had assumed for a long time but that's yeah that's awesome to know yeah yeah there's a bunch of um there's a bunch of uh youtube uh well not tutorials but uh lessons i guess that uh, you know how to's on on there on uh, on youtube that you can find uh, so with, about those with processes the, with the stamping now with the the new articulation and the the armor pieces that come off are the armor pieces all stamped individually or is it um, the figures done assembled and then it's stamped because sometimes he's disassembled in the bag yeah it's a case by case it really is a case by case uh, uh it really depends on what type of pattern we're going with Sometimes it's it's complete figures, and sometimes it really is individual pieces. Really? And sometimes it's a combination of pieces. Um, if you take a look, um, trying to find a good example, but sometimes when, like on a building set, if you have two pieces that go together that have to have a coherent pa- pattern along the way, or, you mm-hmm. know, that we're printing, those are actually put together inside the... the uh, oh, wow. And, yeah, and That's super cool. Just so that everything lines up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. And then um, it's it's a it's a way of ensuring quality. I was just going to ask if um, you did the sculpting. Do you do those initial um, uh, I don't know lab work on a three D printer just that you guys have available, or um, I guess how is that process done when you're kind of iterating before you're kind of sending it to mass production? Yeah, we we have uh, we have three D printers in house, so so definitely you know we have. We usually have um, go through like a couple of versions. We'll we'll print we'll three D print once we're pretty close to a final a final version that we like uh, digitally, um, and then you know we'll tweak. We'll have the the, the sculptors tweak uh, the file after that uh, based on what it looks like and how it works as well. You know, in hand uh, physically, um, and then we'll print out a final version. And the final version, you know, we can print anywhere between you know 6 10 12 20 whatever number we need because usually um you know we'll need we'll need some to keep in house to 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 do validations and to keep with like the the master prototype model but we'll also 3d print a bunch for uh trade shows and events and stuff like that where prototypes are needed and so cool. you know those are those head off to the prototype shop. They get painted in the real colors and everything, and uh, shipped out for for events. Great, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so design process good to go. Understood. How do you take something with that much detail? And I guess in the haunted's case, you know, you've got a removal, or you will hopefully have a removal visor. You have a helmet. How do you take all of that and you transfer it into I mean, mass productions by the thousands. How does how does that all how does that process go from like okay, you built the figure, now we produce it for thousands of people? Yeah. Um, well, what happens is uh, 
it's actually quite simple. We, you know, since everything is sculpted digitally, then it's just a digital file that we can transfer to the factory. Mm-hmm. And they'll start, you know, based on that, they'll start cutting steel to create the new molds. Um, and, you know, as far as the, the, the deco is concerned, um, well, the deco is really, sometimes it's, it's what we call a paint master that we send. So it's a physical prototype that's been painted up with all the details that we'll send off, you know, through, through regular mail uh, to right. the factory. But more often than not, um, you know, just, just a, a, a document with a file with, with all of the, with all of the, the print information information in it um, yeah. is sufficient, and and you know they get uh, good views of, of each side. And uh, once they produce, you know, samples of uh, from the from the first test shots from the molds, and mm-hmm. once they put everything together, um, they send us samples to to review. So we review the new parts as far as the the, the first shots, and the the subsequent shots, so that we can tweak the molds uh, as far as for fit and level of detail and everything. Um, and then as far as the deco, they'll, they'll send samples for that as well. And we'll, we'll review and make sure that the lines are crisp and that, uh, that, you know, everything that, that we intended for the figure translated well through the, through the communication process. Wow. I see. Awesome. Yeah. How long does that process take? Like, yeah. is that the longest part of the, That's the, the deal? Yeah. The, the design phase, you know, if, if we're talking a six to eight month um, cycle, the actual design phase is probably half of that. And then, you know, the production ramp up and everything else is, uh, is another several months. Um, and, you know, there's the, there's a bunch of samples and that we receive and a bunch of, of, uh, of checks and 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 uh, verifications that we have to do along the way, so that's why we we end up with stuff like this at home, where we where we can look at and say, okay, well, you know, not just the, the figures and the deco, but the box, the packaging, the blister, and the you know the graphics and everything else right, we can right. review before before they start the machines for real and really start to, wow uh, yeah. pumping the them out. Yeah, you know, yeah. I gotta say, I always knew that so much detail and you know actually we see the finished product and it's it's amazing you know as you see the finished product you go oh, a lot of time and love went into this but it like it sounds so tedious and stressful i'd be like ah, gotta <laughs> yeah. make sure it's all like <laughs> I, would, I would i don't know if i can do it it sounds like especially i mean you know gabe makes amazing figures on you know one at a time but like i just can't imagine planning and doing it for such a huge scale yeah. like uh, to me and, and i know you said that was like just a file but like phew, they must be some very <laughs> very sophisticated machines that they have that do all the all the printing and all the stamping like that just blows my mind yeah yeah uh it's um visiting the factory is always something that's that's quite special because it's uh it, like you said it's it it's a unique experience when you when you for the first when when you go for the first time, and I think you know I visited the fi- the the factory in Montreal several times, and every time it blows my mind. Just like you know, you walk by the molding uh, the molding machines, and you know every 10, 15 seconds it spits out you know sixty blocks or whatever it is. You know, yeah, um, mm-hmm. oh, that would be amazing. It's, it's magical every time, you know. So, and you said. Uh, um cutting steel so do That's is there a mold so, oh yeah. okay i was gonna say is there a mold? <laughs> each, 
Is there a mold? Yeah, like, every, like, does, does the first the... mold exist, or are those thrown away and recycled eventually? I'm sorry? So, sorry. like, could you go back, just theoretically, could you go back yeah. and create one of the first Halo figures? Does that still, does that uh, capability still exist? Or is that stuff all kind of recycled, reused after the we, manufacturing uh, is well, done? Since, uh, you know, for a, I think for a building or a construction toy company, the you know, it's important we maintain the molds. We keep them around as much as we can because, you know, we, we do uh, figures is one thing. But, I mean, just the regular blocks is another thing. You know, we, mm -hmm. we, we, we do reuse a lot. Um, it's the basis, right? So, um, so theoretically... We could go back and say we're, you know, we can reprint some of the the earliest figures. It really, um, there is a, you know, there is a, a regular cycle of of, you know, if we haven't used certain parts for a certain while, then we do start questioning: Do we still need it? And yeah. so probably like the earliest figures, I don't know if those molds still exist. Sure. That that's a very good question that I'd have to look yeah. into. Um, but but. Uh, but theoretically, you know, figures that figures that are still part of the bank, like like all the super articulated figures, you know, the molds still exist for sure, mm -hmm. for sure, because there's always the chance that we can that we can bring them back. You know, we might right. use Spartan Oceanic, for instance, <laughs> in right. the upcoming yeah. series. <laughs> mm -hmm. Probably won't, but I'm just saying, <laughs> we, we could. <laughs> well, so well, and I, I think it'll be interesting. So as you're going through the process of showing us how Spartan is created. I would love if there was time or a capability to kind of see what that factory looks like and show that mm. to some of the fans. You know, yeah. I think that would be a really yeah. cool portion. Obviously, you know, we all want to hear about the design stuff as well and the painting, but um, the mass production I think would be would be a fun element as well. Yes, cool. Cool. I was yeah, I was thinking about that. Get some video of yeah. them being printed would be so neat just to some kind of see BGS footage. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That's so neat to the, the whole process just it it just gives me an added layer of appreciation to just how much is you know I just yeah. like every little detail that you guys scrubbed yeah, through man. is just amazing. It's big. The, the, the hard work definitely shows for sure though. Something that struck me as well, I've been sat messing around with this little cod figure the whole time since I grabbed it. And it's the fact that obviously you do all of that sculpting as well. And then you think about the things like the accessories that clip onto figures that have the peg system, right. the weapons they use, like all of that stuff has to be considered for just that one figure. Yeah. And then you and then the figure has to so feel the things. Move. Yeah. 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 The stand as well. Um, you know, since we rebooted, we, we spoke about the stand earlier, but the stand, every time we, we do a new series now, we, we also reboot the graphic on the stand. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so that's also mm -hmm. something that that goes into you know we ask ourselves every season what we're printing on the stand aside from the name of the character of course so um, it, it, yeah it is a, it is a it's it's a lot of detail work and as the team is is very dedicated to to getting it right and to also to um, trying to ensure that there's continuity so that you can you know keep on adding to your collection yeah. and that uh, mm -hmm. everything works together. Man, I could keep talking about this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna. We were really. really uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I did want to just ask about um, going back to Masters of the Universe and the Panther, because the Panther with the, the I don't know what you call it, the flocking, flocking really yeah. really interests me. So, like, how what? is that? Is that added like a paint application with the mold, or is it like how is that furry part um, put on? It's a it's a 
that's a good question. I I couldn't say specifically how our panthor is done. Um, I know that there are a couple of different processes for flocking. One of them involves um, electrostatic charge, where you basically put the figure inside of a box and where and then you like throw the box of of hair, I guess, um, yeah. in there, and uh, everything sort of electrostatically uh, clings to the figure. And then I think there's also like spray glues and different um, adhesives that you can use, and basically use you know a variants of all that of the process. Um, so so uh, again, you know, YouTube I think has like right, millions right. of videos that that uh, if you're curious about, I'm going to go down process, that route. Yeah, yeah, because um, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not sure which which version is currently used in production. It's not something that we've done very much in the past. Flocking, right, right. Um, That's why it's so interesting to me. Yeah, and we've done it. We've done it twice now for the Masters of Universe line. We did it uh, for Panthor, and we also did it for Mossman. There was Mossman in right. Battle Bones yeah. is also partially flocked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if uh, in the future we could ever see some flocked uh, brutes, <laughs> some little fuzz oh, brute figures. Huh? Yeah, we've been, we've been talking about it. We've been, well, mostly really? joking about it. Yeah, oh, okay. we mentioned it. You know, what if the next Tartarus was flocked? But, <laughs> but, uh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. That's so neat, though. Just like, why don't, why don't I awesome. move it over to. We, have a, we had a few extra questions um regarding the the fan vote uh and the haunted figure um colin you all right if i if i start off with the first one yeah let's do that and then we'll just we'll close the show we'll run along this has been fantastic so far so thanks again for your time kevin yeah thank you um our first question here um so were there any I remember during the fan vote, there was a hashtag you could use um, for like community things or like people, you know, if they made any customs or, or built something, they could use the hashtag uh, to show you all. Were there any like standout community creations that were inspired by the fan voting process? Um, we saw, I think, um, I don't have the names in front of me, but we saw quite a few custom creations based on the fan votes during the during the campaign and since um and we actually one of the things that when we were hashing out what the candidates were going to be we also saw we also saw a lot of uh, customs from the four candidates during our candidate um our selection process when mm-hmm. we were deciding which which four figures we wanted people to vote on and so that was really fun because we we could point to those and say hey you know people are customizing these figures so there is yeah. you know there are people out there that want these figures so uh so that was really really cool um and the other thing i think that that stood out was just the amount of memes <laughs> the, <laughs> the community yeah. was on fire oh with, yeah <laughs> with the number of memes and, and they they were all you know more hilarious than the, than the previous one so it was it was great it was great that is for sure i made a meme actually too <laughs> oh yeah yeah i think it was the, it was a funny one i poked at you gabe with yeah <laughs> Well, I had, you know, because I had said I wanted the flood to win, and I ended up making a a flaming haunted figure, and then it ended up winning. And yeah, that was that was a mistake. I should have made a flaming flood. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Great choice. But uh, so I, uh, one of the next questions is, um, how did 
I mean, uh, well, you had just mentioned this, um, picking, you know, the four figures to be voted upon. How did, how did you all solidify, like picking a flood thrall slayer, a haunted and a CQB? Like how did those choices become the ones? Yeah. Um, that was, uh, we, we went back and forth. We talked about it as a team to see, um, we wanted, we, we set a few goals. We wanted to have several factions involved. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make sure there was a nice mix of, of, um, of colored, of colors, uh, as far as the characters go, um, and of, um, of, of shapes, I guess, <laughs> body yeah. types, you know, uh, so, right. so that's, that's where, you know, we have a banished and a brute, you know, banished brute, or, uh, I should say it was a covenant brute, but precursor. Um, uh, and then there was a, a flood, uh, form and then, you know, a Spartan, well, a couple of Spartans, but one, one that's more, um, you know, more historical, I guess, with the CQB, and then one mm -hmm. that's more legendary with the, with the. So you know, there was the mix, but we also, um, not just internally, we we did go through as many like top ten, top five, whatever lists that we could find. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, to see what fans, you know, what yeah, what like they were asking for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Ooh. fan lists were were definitely very very helpful in this. So mega listens, which yeah. is great. Yeah, we That's we awesome. do our best. I'm, we I'm do sure our people... best. Uh, in the comments, guys, uh, comment what what would you like to see in a in a possible future fan vote? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I think go. that's a good opportunity to ask. Go so if, if, down if anybody wants to comment uh, a choice for a figure, we'll uh, we'll take a read as as to what. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The way the way I pictured this fan vote was like each designer was like, oh, you know, as they were picking the line, they're like, oh, no, I want this one. I want this one. I want this. And they're like, well, and you guys couldn't decide. And you're like, we know what? We'll put it to a vote. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, outside of those four, were there any – I mean, you said you looked at lists. Were there any uh, runners up, I guess, if those didn't make it in? Were there any choices? Yep, there were. Uh, can we know what those were? <laughs> sure, I can name a few. We we had, I think we we had something like five or six PowerPoint mm -hmm. PowerPoint slides just full of images and, yeah. and um, candidates, I, um, ranging from you know different Spartans from like say Halo Legends like Solomon and Arthur. Oh my god! You know stuff from from. Uh, Transmedia, I guess, more like you know Spartan Jonah, um, mm -hmm. which is wow. jo or Joshua or like Daisy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daisy! Yeah, oh. Um, Daisy. stuff like Spartans Hazel and Owen from Outpost Discovery. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, Uze Taham had come came on to the subject yeah. as well from Halo Three. Halo Three. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> and you know uh, stuff like Private Jenkins from Halo CE. Oh, the, hey. the Marine, Marine with there the we Jenkins, yeah. um, and, you know, like won, right? Spartan Mariner was on the list at one point. Oh. So, so we were looking, you know, far and wide for for wow. for what what the four candidates were going That's to be. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Those are super cool. Well, use your voice. I think if you if you want Mega yeah. to keep doing it, there's so many options. You yeah. know, that would be yeah. fun to to keep that going. So I think you might one, just uh, open up next victor by saying jenkins though because i feel like that's <laughs> right. yeah. one that we found funny but i don't know if we would actually do it was we actually had craig the brute on the list oh, yes. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> oh no 
Mr. Chief and Craig the Brute would have been. At the top <laughs> yeah, that would have been a beautiful. That would have been combo. a pair. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think uh, maybe we could ever see a fan vote again in the future? Um, the the first one was so well received that you know we we have been talking about you know what what are we doing next? Are we doing it again for 2023? Is it going to take another? another shape, you know, or, or another, mm. do it another way, um, or for, for maybe another element in the line, you know, um, we'll see, we'll, we'll keep you, uh, we'll keep you informed, but, but for sure, you know, the fact that the first one went so well, I think that, um, it gives us uh, arguments to be able to do it again in the future. Awesome. Wonderful. Thanks. Yeah. Great. Typical. Well, Colin, yeah. you, wanna, you want to take over? Yeah, this has been great. Thanks again, Kevin, yeah. for your time. Um, again, super interesting conversation. And thanks for, you know, being open to the questions as well. Sometimes <laughs> I know, like, can they tell us this? And sometimes yeah, you yeah. can. So yeah. we got we to yeah. ask. Um, which, so this has been great. Um, anything you want to talk about before we close the show, Kevin? Um, Halo Infinite or anything else? Uh, no, I think we've covered uh, we've covered most of what uh, what we wanted to talk about. Um uh, like I said, if uh, if we do decide to do a future fan vote, feel free to comment in the comment section yeah. <laughs> what what you guys would like to see. And yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll certainly read all of the comments. Awesome, yeah, yeah. so good to hear that you guys uh, do listen to the to the fans. It's been great. So, thanks again for your time. That will do it for our show. Um, if you like the show, feel free to support the support podcast evolved on Patreon. Until next time, evolved, evolved. evolved. He evolved. He evolved.